0: This time on Matters. Just go to sleep. Matt, your life isn't that bad. All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. My name's Matt Noss. Across from the table at me is Matt Rose. How are you doing, Maddie? Maddie. Yeah, buddy. What up? We did it. We made it another Tuesday. Another Tuesday. <laughs> together. Tuesday. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Woo. I dropped the ball on a guest again, but don't you worry, Matty. Well, I so I did reach out to You uh, did too, yeah. To, to you someone. didn't drop the ball. You did reach out for a guest.
1: <laughs> um, but I haven't heard
0: back. So. We're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. So we got another uh, Matt and Matt classic. <laughs> another classic episode of Matters. Um, I, I told Matt before we started recording that I had a story to tell him. I wanna. I wanna wait on the story though. And I.
1: Uh, how I was will. your weekend, Matt?
0: Oh shit! Um, my weekend was really really good. Uh, my friends Lauren and Scott got married. Oh. And it uh, was awesome. It was at the Ant Hall in Hamtramck, right across from... Oh, really? The, yep, the Planet Ant Theater on uh, Kniff. Yeah, and I know the Planet Ant. Jamie Moyer was there. No way. Um, hopefully, one day we'll get her on the show. That would be that'd nice. That would be great. She's, uh, she's very funny. She's the best. And... We can talk about City City, Club. I was just going to say
1: we can talk about City Club.
0: I mean, really, what else do we want to talk about? We can can talk about how I was too
1: scared to check a coat because she'd make fun of me.
0: (laughs) What are you doing with this coat, idiot? (laughs) Oh, Jamie,
1: you're the best. (laughs) What do you think?
0: You're a tough guy? (laughs) I am not.
1: (laughs) Just keep it. Just keep it. It's yours now.
0: (laughs) I'm going to sell it for cigarettes. (laughs) I figured as much. Uh, so yeah, that was that was really cool. And then Saturday, that was Saturday, and then Sunday we celebrated uh, Debbie, my brother's, oh no, um, my... my brother's fiance's uh, birthday. Sweet at my mom's. So that was super cool. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Yeah, how was
1: yours? Uh, I, I I went and I saw a movie on Friday with a friend of mine. Um, and then on Saturday Which I one? went to, uh, <laughs> searching. She wanted to go see Searching, so I was like, sure,
0: no problem. I have no idea what Searching is. Um, Sounds like a rom-com or or romantic.
1: It definitely is not. Uh, It's a movie with John Cho where his daughter goes missing.
0: Oh, shit. Well, okay, that
1: doesn't sound romantic nor comedy. (laughs) Um, But it's all... Do you remember the movie um, Unfriended? Yes. It is told in that style where you're basically watching everything either over a phone or a laptop screen um, okay
0: or whatever um i don't know if i mean unfriended did it fairly well but that is a very difficult device to carry over this
1: was done better in that at least things didn't do the supernatural cutout where it's like uh oh things are starting to get pixelated oh oh, oh 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 there's a guy hanging by his feet <laughs> you know it, at least it didn't rely on that stuff um i when i was talking to my friend after we saw it um i was like oh i, I like I, I could i could call these like couple things before they were going to happen and she was like how did you read when he was reading the news he opened five tabs one of those tabs had specifically to do with the end if you look at the headline and like the brief description it was like oh well that's that's the gun in the first act (laughs) or i shouldn't say the gun in the first act but it is the bullets for the gun in the first act um where there were a bunch of things like that where it's like all right If you pay attention to this, because they are definitely letting you know, by the way the shot is set up, that this is important to things. Um, But that being said, uh, the movie was never slow. The movie had a couple things where it was like, I guess I can see somebody doing that. Where, you know, it's a dad looking for his daughter. He starts to get clues. He freaks out and becomes an idiot. I can definitely see people oh, acting yeah. like idiots when you know they think that their kid's been kidnapped or murdered. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So it was not the best movie I've ever seen, but I definitely have seen worse movies lately. <laughs> so, <laughs> lately, yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. you know, it, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, I went to Lobster Fest which is at heart plaza yes and i got a lobster roll Ooh, shit how's um, that it like well i made sure to get the connecticut roll because that's the hot roll yes because just getting the lobster roll is like cold and no one wants a cold lobster <laughs> like i'm sure someone out there does but i don't understand You know,
0: a lobster salad in a cold style isn't a bad thing but if i want lobster if you're getting a roll do you want
1: cold lobster in that roll? I don't. I don't know. I, I no. don't think so.
0: If I'm if I'm having it like a potato, uh, not a potato, a tuna salad. Mm-hmm. That's then, a, that's a little. Then it being cold, yeah, that's cool. a little different.
1: But no, I got like the the hot lobster roll, and I mean, unfortunately, poached in butter. But I didn't have any negative effects, and it was delicious as fuck. So. oh god, so I definitely ate that.
0: Do you, I have to tell you, I saw, I got into a Simpsons hole. Uh, because uh, as one of, is
1: wont to do, yeah.
0: A friend of the show, Brad Sermon, he had posted uh, Millhouse hugging the friend um, that is like, is this the untimely end of Millhouse? <laughs> <laughs> and it says uh, that feeling of when you find somebody else who oh, understands here yeah, yeah, yeah. Simpsons. Yeah, quotes. I saw,
1: I saw it because you you tagged me in it,
0: and then uh, there was just a bunch of Simpson, Simpsons clips, and then I just ended up watching Pinchy. <laughs> And uh with him crying and eating it. <laughs> you're gonna eat the whole thing. he would have wanted it this way <laughs> uh, Lobster fest
1: but uh yeah and then um we got like a bunch of tickets <laughs> the the lobster rolls were not cheap. I'm not gonna lie to you and make you think that the lobster rolls are cheap. my, my, my are gut not.
0: tells me that it's 16 to twenty dollars. yes.
1: You would not be incorrect in thinking so. Uh, but we still had a few tickets left over. So we went to the drink area and I knew we were tickets short, but it was also like half an hour before the event was over. And so, not even half an hour. And so we were like, oh, well, I guess we can only get one thing. And the guy was like, how many tickets you got? <laughs> we were like, oh, we got six. What do you want? Two whiskeys. Eh, <laughs> just give me your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and he he was not light with his pour a generous pours <laughs> a generous pour of jameson yeah oh sweet yeah oh, that's a nice. had a jameson and verners
0: oh that's a good combo yeah it wasn't bad i like it
1: it wasn't bad especially since we got one of them for basically free so that's even better <laughs> oh but i guess uh,
0: i love that uh, looks like we can only get one
1: yeah we
0: played it up dude yeah <laughs> i can oh. tell oh well Looks like uh, Christmas isn't going to happen this year, guys.
1: Yeah. We're $2 short. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and we, w- we
1: were going to go to... Uh, there's a whiskey bar. I forget what the name of it is. But it is two doors down from the Bangkok Crossing. Okay. That's on Jefferson and Woodward. Um, and you go up the stairs, not around the corner. If you go around the corner, different fucking place. Uh, if you go up the stairs, though, it's a really cool laid-back place. Um, it like the, the, the roof is like two stories up, exposed beams and all that. And they have probably 50 scotches, um, you know, 40 some bourbons. Like they've got a, they got a lot of, a lot of stuff to choose from. Wow. Yeah. Um, and you know, their bartender can also mix a cocktail. So that's a cool place too. We didn't end up going this time, but we did go last week and that was really cool.
0: I went to uh, Husk when I was in Nashville and I had them make me an old fashioned mm, and they I were love like he was like, What do you want? Uh whiskey wise. I was like, mm. I was like, hey, twenty dollars is my budget. What can we do? He's like, We got old Weller. I was like
1: mm, <laughs> old Weller it old is. Old Weller
0: it is. <laughs> it's like it's a ten year. It's really smooth. I'm like, smooth away, my friend. Take it, it was... around back and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> murder it and <laughs> put into a glass for me <laughs> that was delicious it was a delicious cocktail
1: nice uh i actually had a really good um old-fashioned at the keep oh shit okay yeah and uh and also I had a really good old-fashioned at gray ghost if in uh, in brush park
0: you ever find yourself in chicago mm-hmm. and uh, you end up in the fulton market area there is a restaurant there called royster and their bar program is connected to the aviary next door, and the aviary is like one of the top bars in Chicago. You've been there uh, quite a you've, few times, yeah. You've talked about it, yeah. and uh, I'm a big fan. But their old fashioned is probably one of my favorites of all time. Oh wow! They they just they do something different, so I guess it's not a true old fashioned, but maybe it is, and it's just they've elevated it as as uh, high as it can go. Because boy oh boy, those go down. Like a a little sip of butter, it is just <laughs> unbelievably good. Uh, the the old
1: fashioned at uh, at Grey Ghost is pretty good, but like the they've got really good bartenders there. Yes, they do. Um,
0: yes, they do. Their bar program is excellent. Yeah,
1: and you, you know they'll ask you a couple questions, answer honestly, <laughs> and then they will make you the drink that you are looking for.
0: Yeah, that is something that I didn't realize. Uh, when you know, obviously, cocktail culture has changed a lot over Absolutely. the over the years, and especially within the last ten years, mm-hmm. it has really come into prominence that a lot of places have a bar program that have real craft cocktails, mm-hmm. where they're you know they're juicing lemons and limes and not oh, using yeah. not using sour mix and
1: yeah, well, uh, that's one of the things that I like about Grey Ghost is that it looks like a goddamn chemistry lab right on their bar. They have where the it's tinctures, like, they yeah, have the, yeah, yeah. Like, oh hey, you want elderflower? You want fucking whatever i you know that's why i'm not a bartender um but yeah i mean they seriously if you go there at every like third of the bar they've got a station where you know they've got like charred anise and you know whatever to put in your drink to make it delicious uh there's also a place in rochester um downtown rochester these are all michigan things but if you are in the area and you want a place to go to drink just hit me or mad up we will tell you where to go um because seriously when my sister and i went um to the gathering place i think or no the meeting fuck i don't know doesn't matter uh when we went to this place uh the dude was wearing like a I don't want to say like a butcher's apron because it was made out of leather. Oh, yeah. But it was, you know, he was making like, or wearing like a heavy duty thing. And when we told him what we wanted, he was like, okay, all right, I got you. The guy also looked, um, uh, he looked exactly like Tom Hardy. <laughs> um, we told him what he wanted and he was like, okay. And he like, <laughs> he put the drink in like liquid nitrogen and stuff. Like it was a very involved procedure. And then he put the glass down and, like, pushed it to him, and he was like, you're going to love that. And then I reached for it, and he goes, wait! Reach, like, quickly grabs the thing and then sprays it on top. And he was like, now it's ready. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> and it was like, what was that? And he was like, oh, you had talked about how you like scotch, so I I sprayed some Lafroy on top. I was like, okay, all right. Thanks. I just. I'm adam- not sure that would have made that much of a difference, but I you thought it did. So,
0: <laughs> well, it's so peaty that I can I can see it adding that nose. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the drink one, was delicious, by
0: the way. I just want to point that out. One of the big things that they the at the pro at the um, office downstairs. We uh, I think I've talked about Jason, the bartender down there, uh, who unfortunately has passed, but uh, he was one of the original. Uh, bartenders down there in fact he was the original bartender uh craig shotler who is now the beverage director for the mgm hotels aria i think is an mgm hotel so he's responsible for their whole cocktail program across oh, their, wow. their resorts in la like that's how serious the aviary and uh office are is like if you are well received there you can pretty much go anywhere <laughs> Wow. Um that's pretty crazy. It's really crazy and Jason was such a good bartender that he made up for your inexperience. Like the first time that we were down there is like neither of us were cocktail drinkers. Like mm-hmm. I drank a lot of beer and Catherine had prosecco every once in a while. So mm-hmm. like you enter a place that's like that and it's like I don't know what do you suggest or what's good or i don't know what 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 should i have and he was nice enough to say like well what do you like Mm -hmm. which is like what a good bartender should do like unless you're in a place that's a fucking dive bar and they're gonna be like shot a whiskey
1: yeah (laughs) like what kind of whiskey do you like i don't like whiskey but if you had to pick a whiskey
0: right god damn it (laughs) yeah if you want to befriend a bartender right away just say shot of jameson Uh, well so this
1: one bartender um at gray ghost i showed up a little early for a date that's typically what i do um and my date ended up being late and so i didn't want to have a drink before my date got there because we were just meeting for drinks um and i didn't want to have her show up and me be like a couple drinks in that's trouble yeah um but I had time to kill and the bartender knew it. And so he was like, what kind of stuff do you like? And so I started talking about some of the things and he was like, all right, stay here. And he poured me samples of a couple different whiskeys and then like a couple different rums. Cause I was telling him about how I liked darker rums Mm -hmm. and he was like, all right, I had this rum blew my mind. I want you to try it. And then when my day got there, he was still our bartender. And so she told him like, well, I like these kind of things. He was like, I got you. Made her a drink. And she was like, this is one of the best cocktails I've ever had. Yeah. And then every time I have gone back, I have tried to get him as the bartender. Um, he's just he's that good.
0: I love that. Where is that? at? Great Ghost? Great Ghost, yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you're going to do dealer's choice, if you're going to say like, uh, you know, I'd love for you to make me a drink. If you know what's base spirit, that is incredibly helpful. If you're like, uh, if you can make me a rum drink that's sweet, mm-hmm. that would be great.
1: His name is Ryan, by the way, the, the bartender. At okay. Coast.
0: Yeah. Like those types of things I have all that has helped me tremendously. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, do you have Do a you like p-?
1: fruity to like floral? Yeah. Right.
0: So like if you're like, do you have a play on a gimlet? Do you have a play on a daiquiri? Do you have a play on, you know, if you know your base cocktails that you like, it really becomes very helpful for your bartender. Yep. Like uh, Craig Schottler, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He is always like the first drink that he'll order at any cocktail bar is a daiquiri. And the reason really? Yes. He's like uh, in a true straight ahead daiquiri, not like a strawberry because a, a true da- a daiquiri would be, it is just your simple lime juice and rum. Oh, really? Those are I don't the- know why I thought te- oh margaritas are tequila. Right, margaritas are yeah, tequila. Yeah. And he's like, if you order that drink, you will know what your bartender likes mm. and how your bartender pours drinks. So because it is. If it's balanced, it's like oh, okay, this this bartender likes really balanced drinks. If it's acidic, you're gonna know because there's too much lime juice. Mm -hmm. If it's really sweet, you're gonna know. So you, if it's too sweet, you're gonna be like, well, then I need to order like whiskey drinks or something that's a lot more harder to make sweet. Yeah. But uh, I was like, that is crazy. Like I would never in a million years. Yeah, never would have thought of that. Never would have thought of that love it yeah so you have a story well i have a story so uh my beautiful daughter rosemary is almost seven months we are seven that months is craziness well as at the release of this episode she's seven months wow which is absolutely cuckoo bananas it is it's craziness we um we have been really working on sleep that that has been the big. I can attest to this, and so usually around seven thirty is when we begin the nighttime process. Yes, and the nighttime process is change your diaper, get her in jammies, read her night night Michigan the book, and then how how well do you know that book? Before I settle down to sleep, I blow a kiss good night to make sure all of michigan will have sweet dreams tonight
1: <laughs>
0: okay all right you know good what. night stores and plazas it's <laughs> closing time downtown yeah i know fairly well so put away your toys and treats and pull your shutters down <laughs> uh, the last two weeks have been very difficult mm-hmm. because she keeps waking up and so first things first rosemary is now eating formula Mm -hmm. we've introduced formula to the mix and she's gaining weight which is great which is good yeah in a two-week period she gained like a pound that's which took her from the one percent to the four percent yeah that's bananas which is much more where we you know much more like okay cool she's gaining weight so she can do that i mean you when you meet her it's funny because garrett met her a couple weeks ago at a wedding and he goes your daughter's lights are on <laughs> and he's like, you know, we meet a lot of kids because they have two kids of their own, yeah. And they're like, we meet a lot of kids, and you can just tell the ones that are alert and awake and on it, and <laughs> the, the ones that, ones that are, are just, just like doped up, yeah, not
1: with it yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That I mean, I I one hundred percent agree with Garrett because you can tell as soon as you see her face, she is paying attention to absolutely everything. Cataloging it for later use. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's she's definitely. It's not getting by her. Nope. She might not get all the jokes, but like she laughs at the right points. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um so we've been doing this program and doing this. It's not really a program. You know, I guess we're gentle parents or whatever, but we're trying to avoid if we can, crying it out. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to avoid. Knowing that eventually, you know, if things don't change, there's tears anyway. Mm -hmm. Baby, you got to figure it out. Yeah. So we're trying to avoid that. So that might mean Catherine is holding her and breastfeeding her longer than Catherine would like to be. Mm -hmm. Or that might mean that I'm taking her for a walk outside trying to get her to settle down cuz she'll fall asleep on my shoulder during a walk. Yep. But again, this is not um this is not her falling asleep by her own volition. It's us helping her yep get to sleep. And the other night, I mean we, this is after a, a couple of days of just like we're up 2:30 and now Ooh. oh it's 4:30. And now it's 5.30. And now it's 6.30. And like a couple nights like that. And it's starting again. And Catherine gave her to me. And she was asleep. She was asleep, Matt. (laughs) And I had her on my shoulder and she was sleeping. And I was like, okay. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) And down in the bed. And she is down. And then she springs right up (laughs) crying. And Matt, I don't remember the last time I was that mad. (laughs) I was so angry. Did you have to leave the room? I I didn't leave the room. I didn't do anything to my child. I just looked at her and I was like, what are you doing? Why are you fighting us on this? <laughs> the, the alternative is so much better than this yeah. right now. <laughs> you really don't get it. This is the best time. <laughs> Soak this up, kid. Soak this up. <laughs> Nobody expects anything of you.
1: Yeah. The, basically, what they expect you to do is do what your body does. Pee, poo, maybe barf,
0: eat, drink. Sleep. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, and I, ta- I you know, like, Catherine took her, I went to bed, you know, and I woke up the next day and I was like, I think I might need to talk to somebody because I felt irrationally mad. Like, not like, you're sleep deprived, sleep deprived, <laughs> you're sleep deprived, the, the, the irrationality
1: is going to come from that, though.
0: But I was like, eh. I was like, I, I, I didn't like it. I think is the first thing.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a perfectly normal
0: reaction to having irrational anger. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel like, boy, I would have handled that really well if she were ten <laughs> or eleven. You know, like when she can say something sassy back to me. Yeah, like what is your deal? Shut up, Dad! Murder! You're stupid. You're stupid. Nobody wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fully untrue. fully untrue. Untrue. Yeah, but it's you know just just anger taking over right um i brought you here (laughs) um but i think in that moment it's i think what made me angry if i were to self-diagnose myself is that there's nothing that you can do and it's like you had it you were sleeping you were out cold
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm doing Every, I'm doing all my tricks. Mm-hmm. This is all I know how to do. And here you are, screaming in my arms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, it's helplessness. It's just like, it's infuriating. Oh, totally, totally.
1: Whenever you're dealing with somebody that cannot tell you what is wrong... uh, Because, you know, I remember when my grandparents uh, became senile and, you know, then a couple of them had strokes and, you know, it became very hard for them to communicate. It's hard for them. It's hard for you because you can't help them. And you can see they're obviously frustrated. You can see that Rosemary is, is obviously upset. She wants to sleep, but she's not gonna let herself sleep. Right. Because you she's know she doesn't have that she Yeah, She wants to see the world. Yeah. She doesn't have that cognitive functioning yet to be like, well, if I just close my eyes and go to sleep, I can go to sleep. Right. Instead, it's like, why can't I go to sleep? You know.
0: I'm trying to, Dad.
1: <laughs> um, and you know, that's that's definitely frustrating for you because all you want is for her to go to sleep. Right. And she is fighting you tooth and
0: nail on what she wants. And it you know, and it's another thing that just kinda gets laid on you where it's like, if you're not sleeping, then I'm not, not sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. And then eventually I'm gonna have to wake up Catherine mm-hmm. and then she won't be sleeping. So now it's like because we can't do this, I'm not taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. Even though we're all on the same page that it's like, you know, this is nobody's fault we're just working through it Mm -hmm. and it's been really good because Catherine and i've had a lot of kind of not kind of we've had a lot of heart-to-hearts and just more than ever checking in with each other yep and that's good you know because she has snapped at me more than she's ever done it and i have been and you know me like when i i don't necessarily snap but boy can i be condescending um (laughs) And I've been very condescending to her a couple of times, and mm-hmm. it's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. That is not how I want to treat you." Mm-hmm. She, you know, and she texted me after <laughs> I came home from Nashville, and it, we. She had a cold. Uh, Rosemary had a cold, oh, which means that her sinuses are full of snot. Ew. So we have to use one of the, those the, things. It's not an aspirator. What no, we it? we use a nose Frida, which is That's, very gross. Yeah, that's um, that's the thing that I was thinking yeah. of. And um, it's very invasive, and it's very difficult to use with a squirmy baby. Oh, I bet. Wh- whose lights are on. The right. lights are out. I'm sure you could just shove it up there. <laughs> suck all that snot out. But Ew. for uh, a very alert baby, it's like, what are you doing? Get,
1: get, that, that, thing from, out of, get that thing out of there.
0: <laughs> Even though she knows it helps her, she's still like, this feels it's weird. scary. It's scary. This feels weird, and I hate it. Um, So I'm like, do you want to go to where we normally do this? Because we were in the sunroom and we normally do it in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, in the chair, in the nursing chair. So I'll hold her there and Catherine will do it. And she's like, just hold her. (laughs)
1: Like, oh. I can can
0: do that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it was like, I just flew in from Nashville. I've been up since 430 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shut up. Just shut up. This is not a fight. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a fight you want right now. Nope. This is not about you. Catherine has been iron womaning it while you've been in Nashville for the last 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hold the damn baby and shut your mouth. <laughs> but, you know, I think, and it's hard not to, you know, I think about my dad mm-hmm. and I think about like, and I might have said it last week, but if I didn't say it last week, it's like, oh, I didn't say it to you. Like, on Friday of last week, I got home a little bit early from work, and Catherine will usually be at my mom's. Mm-hmm. And so she'll be at my mom's taking care of Rosemary, and she, got, she wasn't home when I got home. And it was a real moment of, what are you going to do, Matt? What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. because there's a you know there's choices all the time right i could have gone to sleep it's tired yeah i could have played a video game Mm -hmm. i work hard yep but i was like i'm gonna clean the kitchen gonna make dinner i'm gonna make sure that when Catherine gets home it's as easy as possible yep and it wasn't like And I'm going to do that so she recognizes what a great husband I am. Mm -hmm. It was more like, that's what future me is going to be the most grateful for. Mm -hmm. Like, the the few, you know, it's like I stripped the bed and washed the sheets. So we had clean sheets to sleep in. Mm -hmm. And I love sleeping in clean sheets. Yep. Like, it's magical. But it's like, the baby is, I guess, to help, is helping me see. How doing doing things that you may not want to do, but are the right things to do, Mm -hmm. are always the right things to do. It's it's stupid. It's ABC stuff, but it's like Catherine and I had a system, and it was like, yeah, we fine. We'll eat when we eat. We'll Mm -hmm. go to sleep when we go to sleep. Yep. We'll do this when we want to. We'll we'll do this when we want to. Oh, we didn't get to that today. Who cares? Now that there's a baby in the mix, though, <laughs> it's it's a totally different thing. And it's it amazes me that... I mean, I'm 41 now. It amazes me that anybody in their 20s has babies. Really? Because, and I guess what I'm really saying is, I would have been so woefully ill-prepared. Yes, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do it. And I think that... I think that there's trade-offs where
1: mm-hmm. when you are in your 20s, physically I think you're more able to handle the challenges like a lack of sleep, lack of sleep or just the physicality of of carrying a baby around, picking the baby up, putting the baby down. Yep. Um but the emotional maturity and financial well-being of yeah. being in your 40s is what I think helps you compensate.
0: Oh yeah. The wisdom to, to realize like, oh man, that made me angry, and I'm not going to bury that. I'm going to mm-hmm. accept like, okay, this made me angry, and I'm start I'm want to understand why it made me angry, mm-hmm. and. and oh, well, the- I think I mean honestly though, I think that that's
1: more of a, of a you thing than an age thing because I think that there are people in their twenties who who might approach things that way who that's are true. analytical, and I think that there are people. In every age group, who are just not self-aware enough to to do that,
0: yeah. Well, I think it's very easy not to be self-aware. Like it, mm-hmm. it's very easy to get lost in the day to day. Absolutely. I, I think that's what I really appreciate with Catherine is because, like, some of the conversations that we've been having are like, "What do you want to do personally?" Mm-hmm. Not just Rosemarie-wise, because I think. We could talk about Rosemarie all day and all night. Right. And that's great. And we love it. And we want to. At the same time, like, but really, what are you going to do to take care of yourself, Catherine? And what are mm-hmm. you going to do to take care of yourself, Matt? Right. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? I think I need to talk to somebody just because kind of coming off of the, the interview that we had with Jim. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've, I've necessarily dealt with the sadness that I was feeling for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well... You know, I don't think I'm depressed per se, Mm -hmm. but my depression is not a depression of like sadness. It's more a depression of numbness. Yeah, like and and inaction.
1: Yeah, I mean it presents differently for for everybody,
0: right? You know. So
1: yeah, you know you know how mine manifests. (laughs) (laughs) Get up, Matt. No.
0: (laughs) All right, buddy. You can stick around for a little while. But I, I guess I'm, I, I just, I hadn't talked to you about this in a while and I, had, I, I don't talk about this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really wild how selfish you can be when you have a baby. Mm-hmm. I think that is the thing I'm trying to stay cognizant of. So
1: describe what you mean by how selfish you can be when you have a baby. Like...
0: The baby comes, and then everything that you did do, you can set up as a thing of I can't do this anymore now that the baby's here. Mm. Okay. You know, so you can be like, Well, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna baby's not gonna run my life. And it's like the baby shouldn't run your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's number one. Number two, you need to make adjustments. Because you brought a baby into the world. Yeah. But there is, and I'm going to admit, like, you have that feeling of, like, I can't go downstairs right now. hmm That sucks. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's, like, at the same time, I'm like, but I have this really awesome daughter. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So it's, like, balancing out that selfishness that I feel for... The life and freedom that I had Mm
1: -hmm.
0: hasn't necessarily turned the corner into, I'm super excited about the life I have now, Mm -hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's not like I don't love Rosemary. I love Rosemary. It's a transition. Uh, I love It takes a little
1: while to to acclimate to something like that, I think.
0: It absolutely does. And I think I'm starting to come around to that. That's good. You know, and starting to come around, you know, because we've been... We've kept the podcast going. Mm-hmm. We've kept all, podcasts. Three, all yeah. three podcasts, podcasts going. So that's pretty great. Yeah. and yeah, you definitely. You know, and at the same time, you know, we are talking about how we can make some things more streamlined and yeah. kind of like the last month of podcasts have all been about like how can we do this better? <laughs> yeah. Um and I think it kind of has blossomed from my fear of being selfish and being like, I need to hold on to this. Mm -hmm. And the realization of, I'm going to hold on to this, but to hold on to this, I might have to do it in a different way Mm -hmm. with you and with Jen and with Jen and Lauren, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But it's just kind of coming to that realization and then being, I'm not, you've known me for a very long time and you know that I'm not always the best at vocalizing. Mm Mm-hmm where my head's at yeah i tend just to shut up and then either explode or <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is a true story mm-hmm. i was having a rough time and we were talking when we were in college and uh we were you were across the room and i was in my bed you were in your bed and i said like sometimes i feel and this is like such a college thing to say Sometimes I feel like I'm in a world of shit, Matt. And you laughed so hard. You were like, you know, that's that's really overused, Matt. (laughs) And I was so silently angry at you. (laughs) Because I really, like, meant it. Like, I was, like, so up my own ass about whatever minuscule problem I had. But uh, you were like... And I that I hate that saying, Matt. You're like it's <laughs> really. You're like your life's fine. It's basically <laughs> what you were trying to say. Like your, your life is hardly a world of shit.
1: I'm sorry if that upset
0: you, man. Well, it, what upset me was, and this is this is why I was upset. I'm like I've heard you complain about things, Matt. This is my chance to complain. <laughs>
1: I think I just. I wanted you to vocalize it where you didn't sound like an episode of my so-called life.
0: (laughs) I think he wanted me to vocalize it in a way that didn't sound like a Nine Inch Nails record.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I wanted. Because because I expect more out of my friends and family than I do (laughs) Trent Reznor. (laughs) Uh, no but but then i do out of other people so when i hear a friend or or a family member say something that makes me wince i'm more likely to be like don't don't say don't say that
0: yeah and it was totally like come on dude (laughs) and i was like you motherfucker." But then I think I stopped thinking about my problems. And more you thought about your friend problem. <laughs> I've I never had a friend problem. Uh, but no, that was that was now I can laugh at it, but because I'm like, what was I doing? I was being ridiculous. I'm like, oh All these girls that like me, I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. So I'm gonna focus on this thing that's never gonna happen. Uh, I'm in a world of shit, man. Like, uh, hardly. But
1: you know, I I don't remember the exact situation. But once you started talking about it, and you were like, and I said this, and then you started laughing at me. I was like, that does sound like something I would do. (laughs) yeah i i remember (laughs) i would and i i apologize for how much i have made fun of you for how how long we've been friends i'm still surprised that you have not suffocated me with a (laughs) pillow while i've taken a nap on your couch
0: um but uh I, well, you know what I mean. It, here, well, here is something because I was thinking about our friendship the other day because mm-hmm. we said that this podcast really does chronicle our friendship. Yeah. And here's something I don't know if I've ever really vocalized about our our friendship, but why I know that we're friends is I've never had to be anything other than myself with you. Mm-hmm. Like I know that to my core is like, I, I all I have to all I have to do is show up. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rose is my friend. Yeah. Like, period. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, that I can't, there's nothing more in the world I could ever ask for in a friend, <laughs> you know? like And I,
1: what I like is that I don't think that you have ever told me what to do on something <laughs> where like, no nah, man, don't wear that. You were just like... You know what? He looks happy wearing that. I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) And I know that I have not extended to you the same courtesy, but I am just looking out for you. (laughs) Hey, man. Um, But also, like I said, I expect more from other people than I expect from myself. (laughs) Um, I already know like when I wake up, it's just like, "Well, you failed at being asleep, man." <laughs> it's oh, all Jesus downhill Christ. from here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh hey,
0: that's my friend you're talking
1: about. <laughs> you gonna you gonna say that and not crack your voice? No, <laughs> I am Sam's dad. Oh my god, I just realized that I'm Sam from Detroiters. I am his dad. I just realized that. <laughs> Where, oh God.
0: That's. Mr. Duvet.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, Mr. Duvet. That's. Oof. Gonna need a second to adjust for that. <laughs> uh, but. Um, now Sam. <laughs> imagine there's a little tiny baby at the back of the audience. Um, I. I can remember in high school when we first started hanging out I didn't really know how to act around other people which I think is still kind of the case today but I'm I'm better at hiding it uh but I I desperately wanted people to like me just like everybody else does. Oh my god, yeah. Um but I really didn't know how to filter that for other people where they weren't just going to think I was a crazy person. <laughs> and I didn't have to put the filter on when I was talking to you. It was just like I'm just going to vomit out a bunch of crazy poop. And he's going to be like, well, I've got to go over there. <laughs> and instead, you were just like, I'm going to vomit up other crazy poop. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a bunch of crazy turds on the floor. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, that is probably the weirdest way anyone has ever described it. But there we go.
0: Well, I, it's it, it was both of us trying to find out who we were. Yeah. And both of us coming from a place where, you know that wasn't necessarily like i always had to hide when i was a kid you know like mm-hmm. there was my brother who was trying to be something and trying to express his views and if he would have had guidance to come up with better ways to express his views mm-hmm. you know he he would have ex, you know he would have had an easier time Mm -hmm. but instead he would just get beat down (laughs) like all the time right and i would see that and i would be like don't have opinions and don't argue (laughs) that's how you get liked (laughs) but i think the older i got and the older i get is that's also how you are not remembered by anybody yeah um you know you Uh, I don't want to say like if you don't stand for something, you fall for nothing because that's not even what we're talking about. Um, But I do think as time has gone by and being friends with you, I've been able to form opinions and express opinions and been able to come to the table and you're like, oh, I don't understand that at all, Matt. Mm -hmm. Or you've been like, yeah, I can get that a lot easier and in a lot safer space than where I felt like as a kid. It was like, yeah, I couldn't come up with any ideas Mm -hmm. because, well, I could come up with ideas, but I didn't express ideas. Well, and you you saw what the
1: consequences were for pushing back. And you didn't didn't want those consequences.
0: (coughs) No, which is why I definitely found other ways to do things that I wanted to do, which Mm -hmm. is kind of like why I'm really stubborn or why I'm really like not shifty or backhanded it's like I just feel like I can wait a lot of things out mm-hmm. like if, if it's that important to me there's not really any way that you're going to stop me because mm-hmm. eventually you won't care <laughs> or you won't be here
1: <laughs> that's a, that's one way to, to yeah
0: oh I'm playing the long playing the, game yeah playing the long game I'm playing the long game <laughs> <laughs> I'll get those marijuana cigarettes one of these days <laughs> No. Um, yeah, but I I did I I was thinking about our friendship the other day, and so.
1: I um I also was um. And I think about Christy Deeds' party all the time. <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah, where that was the the first time where we hung out um outside of school and. I remember, I don't remember if it was you driving or me driving, but we went to your house and we were talking about Tales of the Golden Monkey. Oh, yeah. And like I always just kind of thought I was crazy because no one ever got the references I was making. And then I started talking about that show and you were like, oh, yeah, with Jake, the dog with the eye badge, where it was like.
0: And I've, the show began found, with the airplane landing in the lagoon. Yeah,
1: yeah I found my people. <laughs> and then, you know, we started hanging out. And, and then I met, you know, Jay Ren and Eric Wilson and, yeah. and all those people that we're still friends with to this day. And it was just before that point, <coughs> you know, I was hanging out a lot with myself. <laughs> so was i and you know i i can remember one summer i spent it almost entirely on my own and that was that was not easy to you know cuz i i stopped hanging out with this group of friends that were not the best influence because i had almost gotten in a lot of trouble um like cops involved oh wow almost got in a lot of trouble um and it was like yeah you know i'm just going to not go down that road <laughs> and then you and i started hanging out and it was like you know i don't i don't need to hang out with people that do not have my best interest at heart. (laughs) You know, I don't have to hang out with the people that are just seeing if I will throw that brick through that window. Nice. And that was really weird for me at first to, to hang out with someone that wanted to hang out with me and not just because I was an extra set of prints.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, I, I went out I think maybe our whole high school career. So it's funny like because Scott Rumps has come back into my life a little bit. Um he was a very close friend of mine before we really started hanging out yep. and we you had know a you Scott very well. And we had a uh, we had a falling out. Uh we did uh like when I was 15 16, we did a show Mellowship Slinky on on uh, cable access and then our, our relationship just are disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went one way and I went another. And we've since then have messaged each other, even on MySpace, I think it was. Yeah, I, was actually, done. I think that I messaged him on, on MySpace,
1: too. Him and uh, Jason Goike, I yep.
0: think. Him and uh, Goike are trying to launch. A board game, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it yeah. didn't get kickstarted, but they they haven't given up yet. Um they're gonna make something happen, and the art's oh, cool. great. It, it looks really cool. Yeah, Scott was always a really good artist, and um, like, but our relationship had ended. And then I went to a football game uh, with a mutual friend, Ryan Siley. Oh yeah, Ryan's awesome. Because we went to, um, we were in catechism together, <laughs> so like we we went to this football game together, and then we went to a bonfire party afterwards, and i had I, I really like ryan i like ryan to this day but it was like i could kind of tell like this really isn't my scene yeah and i think bunch of kids smoking dope a <laughs> bunch of dopers <laughs> no thank you i said and i went home and I, I am high on life my friend i went home and i brushed my teeth and i sent myself straight to bed <laughs> Well, I mean, I it's no it should come as no surprise that I'm a goody goody. I'm a
1: real cube man. I'm a real
0: L <laughs> seven square. But I mean, I've I've hopefully mellowed through time. But I was insufferably uh, goody goody at times. I can remember you once lecturing me on drinking.
1: Oh, I'm sure. But the thing is, you were right, and I really appreciated. You being like, I don't get why you do that. Because we had gone out. That was the 7-Eleven parking lot, wasn't it? Or something like that? Video gang. Okay. Because uh, Christy and you and I and another kid had gone in and Christy and I had been drinking. And we were like goofing around being like extra stupid, like high school drunk stupid. Yeah. Um. And you and I were going home and you were like, I don't get why you're doing that. And I was like, doing what? And you were like, I don't get you're you're drinking, and I don't think you're drinking because you necessarily want to. I think you're drinking like for other people to like you and you don't have to do that. Look at me <laughs> Put, Look at me putting that together. And I was I was really I wasn't mad. I was just kind of shocked. And it was like, well, this kid's my friend. You know, we hadn't been hanging out long, but this kid is my friend and he's being honest and he's making points that I hadn't really considered. And, you know, I, I rethought that for years. You know, I, I, didn't drink much yeah. for years until basically until I was, I was 21.
0: 22. Yeah.
1: I, I waited a long time. I can remember the first time you had
0: a drink. Yes. Because we were in Chicago. Yes. And boy, oh boy, my uh <laughs> my first real girlfriend took it on the chin when I was not drinking. I was insufferable. So was that hope? That was hope. Yeah. Sorry about that. Hope. Whatever your last name is now, <laughs> uh, why she would she would drink, and you'd be like she wanted to. She that was part of her family life. Oh. So when I was like, never. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like forgot about that period. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I calmed down. I calmed down. <laughs> um, you know, you live, you learn.
1: Yeah, yeah, and but I mean, now
0: it's like it's not. Then I always felt like it was to be something. Now it's just like, no, nope, I enjoy drinking every once in a while and or every day. <laughs> um, uh, but- yeah, and I mean, I will, I will admit, and
1: this is you know something that's that's scary to admit sometimes. But like, I will admit that sometimes I drink too much, mm-hmm. and I've actually thought a lot about that lately. Where it's like, all right. You're gonna have to figure out a better way to do this. Like, think, think, Jesus, that there's, uh, you know, Uber and Lyft, because they'll get you out of a tight spot,
0: right? Um, but they're, yeah, because that's your whole, yeah, like that's your life. Somebody (laughs) else's life. Yep. You know, Um,
1: yeah, and and you know, I've I've thought a lot about that. Where it's like, all right, okay, you um, you drank like six times this week. You should probably rethink that for this upcoming week and not do that, yeah, um, and you know there's been a few times where it was like I came home and I poured myself a whiskey, and it was like, "You haven't eaten dinner yet. What are you doing? maybe you should maybe you should pour that back in the bottle or just in the sink, right you know maybe maybe you don't maybe you don't drink it all tonight, maybe you don't drink it all this week see if you can do it make to make sure that you can yeah yeah and you know uh, being honest there's been a few times where i wasn't able to and it was like this is bad (laughs) Mm. you know this is this is not a good thing but then you know month went by and then i could and then i could go two weeks without having a drink and be perfectly fine and you know i i didn't feel like i needed to ever but you know it was sometimes it just made the day a little easier which i know is is not a good thing <laughs> right no not at all um but you know sometimes <laughs> people go through bad spots and they use whatever is available to them to get through it it's not always good i don't recommend it right um but that's not where i am at the moment right which is which is good
0: right i mean believe you me i mean if we were admonishing ourselves for the mistakes of our past uh, we would would, have 180 some odd episodes of a podcast yeah (laughs) oh shit
1: (laughs) What yeah. are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I, we haven't even scratched the surface on some of the dumb things we've done. Mainly, we just talk about the times we shit our pants.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's where the money's made. All right, let's take a little break, Maddie. All right. We'll be back with more matters after this. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Ping. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Ping. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Ping, boom. Bom, 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 bom. Friends bom, sing together, bom, bom, bom. la la la
1: la. Friends bom, do bom, things together, bom, bom. la 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 la. Friends bom, laugh together, bom, bom, bom. ha ha ha. ha. Bom, Friends make graphs together. Bom, bom,
0: bom. La la la
1: la. Friends help you when you're in danger Friends are people who are not strangers Friends help you shift into a new place Tell you if you've got food on your face Friends are the ones
0: on whom you can depend He's my friend, he's not my friend Friends are the ones who are there in the end He's my friend, they're not my friends If you trip over I'll catch you fall If you kick my dick I won't break your balls If you
1: get drunk and
0: vomit on me I'll make sure you get home safely If you
1: cross the road and a truck struck you I'll scrape you up and reconstruct you I'll cheer you up if you're depressed if you get murdered, I'll avenge your death. Friends walk together. La, 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 la. Hop and lock together.
0: Me and him together. La, 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 la. Me and John forever. <laughs> Welcome back to Matters. Um, Matt and I were talking about Creep Show during the break there. And uh, in the trailer for Creep Show is a bunch of roaches because one of the stories in Creep Show The last story involves roaches and Matt and I both work at a major building downtown and I asked Matt if he had seen a roach in the building yet and Matt said I have not, no. And I said oh, it's a sad day when you do. <laughs> Mainly because it, the first time I saw one it was coming out of the bathroom. The second time I saw one it was in the bathroom. and i decided to be like it's fine it's just hanging there and so i decided to use the toilet and it skittered right in front of me it scared me to death no no that
1: i'm sorry mr roach look we we are in a society based on societal norms and one of them is you don't skitter across the floor in front of somebody when they are on the toilet oh yeah you 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 know what your mother raised you better, better than, than that.
0: <laughs> so much better, so much better. But yeah, what can you do? Uh you've reached part of the show when we talk where we talk about what we're into. Um uh, this week do you have one Manny or oh, let's see.
1: Well, I I finished watching Iron Fist season 2. How was it? Um it was okay. Uh you know, I think I think that Iron Fist is kind of one of the less interesting shows they have uh, yeah. for Marvel. Um, you know, it's it's coming off of I think Punisher and Luke Cage season two. The ending of Luke Cage season two was like what? Um, and and the Punisher I thought was pretty good. Um, but. I don't know. There, there were definitely parts that I liked. It seemed like um the guy who played Danny Rand took the role a little more seriously this season. But uh, you know, like doing, doing his own fights and whatever, but that's <laughs> cool. But uh yeah, I mean it just I don't know. Okay, it's about a guy whose fist glows and he can punch stuff. <laughs> that's oh. and also he's a a billionaire. Okay. <laughs> um but I mean, you know, that being said, I went along for the ride, you know, it, 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 there were worse things to watch, like the next thing I was going to talk about, which was I watched a documentary last night on Hammer. Um, Hammer the, Horror? Yes. Hammer, the, the production company. Um, and it was not a very well put together documentary. Um, It was made in 2009, but it was still uh, like standard definition four by three. What? Yeah. Where it's like, come on, come on, guys. Um, But also, I mean, just, you know, tech snobbery aside, it just wasn't a very well put together documentary. And look, if you're going to have talking heads, make sure that what they're saying is intelligible you know, if, if you don't have a mic's properly, you wasted the interview. Wow. Yeah. You know, if wow. you've got fucking Christopher Lee talking, make sure you can understand what Christopher Lee is saying. The guy can enunciate like no one's business. He's a classically trained actor. Yeah, don't don't have him mic so that you can't understand a goddamn word he says. Um, I you know I was able to make out enough where <laughs> he was talking about a, a producer at another company um, had been telling everyone that he didn't have a good sense of humor, and he was like, "That's really not fair. I'm just saying the lines you wrote for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but in like the the Christopher Lee way, where like a much more booming voice, and it makes you feel small inside. <laughs> But everybody laughed at what he said. Um, it it was kind of funny to see some of the uh, the people who used to work, you know, kind of in the back house, giving their opinions. <laughs> because this one guy who used to, used to just be a production assistant, um, got looped into eventually being behind the camera. Um, but they were like, "You're a production assistant, but you like you've come up with ideas for us before. Why don't you uh, why don't you take a stab at writing Frankenstein?" where he was like, uh, I mean, that's not really what I do. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll, you'll do fine. Go ahead. Pip-pip, um, cheerio, all that. So he, I, I wanted to make sure that I threw that in so you didn't think that Hammer was out of New York. Where it's like, hey, you'll do fine. Don't worry about it. Pip-pip, uh, <laughs> cheerio. Pip pip cheerio. cheerio. Um, but so he wrote it and they ended up using it and they were like, all right, we'll, uh, we'll have you write something else. And then eventually he just wrote like, you know, half their movies and and directed a bunch of them too. Wow. Um, Where, yeah, this was just a guy who was a production assistant and then
0: making big movies. Making the big movies. Yeah. Uh, But But it was... You wouldn't necessarily recommend it though.
1: This documentary? No. But it was funny to hear the one guy talking about that stuff and then talking about how uh, they were originally supposed to get this one guy to do it. And then they got this guy. He was a real son of a bitch. <laughs>
0: just the saltiness. Yeah.
1: Um but I I liked it in the parts that were watchable just for the trailers. Oh, because shit. they would they would play, you know, like bits and pieces of the trailers for The House That Dripped Blood or The Curse of Frankenstein, The Evil of Frankenstein. Um the satanic rites of dracula stuff like that and i mean there i'm not gonna lie there was this one scene i was not expecting with full frontal nudity what (coughs) i think it was ingrid pitt um she's like this was in the 70s once hammer no longer had to worry about such prudish standards in the united states And they never really had to worry about nudity in the UK. They had to worry about violence. So they actually had the opposite problems, where they had to cut a movie for violence in the UK, but not for sex. And in the US, they could leave the violence, but they had to cut the sex out. And in Japan, they could leave both. (laughs) (laughs) So the one guy was talking about how, like, oh, yeah, the Japanese cuts are always really nasty. (laughs) Um, But that was one of the things that made Hammer, like, a really popular company was they had really bright technicolor blood and boobs. I mean, like, it wasn't until, like, the 70s that they actually started showing boobs. But, like, you know, the... But they had, like, that tempura paint. Yeah, for the blood. blood. And they had, like, plunging necklines, I think is what they referred to it. So, you know, you'd see a lot of... Cleavage. Cleavage. Uh, And in the late 50s and early 60s, that was... Very that was risque. enough, man. <laughs> Unless you were like a Russ Meyer movie, that was enough.
0: That got the job done for it us. Did boys? Uh, but the
1: the documentary itself was was, I don't think very well done. I've seen documentaries that go over stuff like that way better. But I liked the content, which was hammer, hammer horse. And one thing that I fell into this weekend, um was watching i I don't know why i do this but i watch a lot of like just youtube people who have their own channel reviewing cult movies yep and so i've been watching a lot of those and there are some that irritate me and i watch one and it's like i'm never watching you again or i'm only going to watch you because you're doing this one movie and then i'm not going to watch you again until i see that you have another one i want to watch um but there are two that i watch pretty frequently and i fell into a hole this weekend and probably watched like six or
0: seven i know exactly what you're talking about uh so this week um a couple of things i'm still playing resident evil seven i'm now playing all of the extra content in there Mm -hmm. And so I beat um I beat the main campaign and I'm now beat uh, uh Chris's mission and which I forget what it's called, but it's like stupid. It's a stupid title. <laughs> and then uh end of Zoe, uh Zoe, uh which What's is End of Zoe. I haven't uh, seen this one, have I? You've seen that one. That's the one with the guy who has to fight everybody with oh, his Oh, that's
1: the guy who who eats
0: bugs. Okay. That's right. Uh so that's pretty magical. Uh <laughs> that part. Uh, love that. So it is pretty good. Um, I'm really, really still looking forward to Resident Evil 2, the remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything that I see on that, it looks horrifying. It looks really, really scary. And I'm looking forward to that. I also have been watching um, unboxing videos for people who buy like pallets of Amazon Returns. <laughs> I don't know why.
1: I did not. There know is a that part this was of me. A thing.
0: There is a part of me that wants to flip and just make money that way. I I don't think. What I, is? I, I don't have any idea what you're talking so about. So Amazon <laughs> takes returns, mm-hmm. but a lot of the returns they can't resell oh. as new. Okay. So what will happen is a liquidator will buy it for pennies on the dollar from Amazon. And then they'll sell it at profit for them, to the public. So you, but the public will have no idea what's in the pallet, what's on the pallets. Oh. So a pallet could be anywhere from a hundred bucks to five hundred bucks. Okay. Um, so I watched a guy. He's bought a two thousand dollar net value pallet for hundred and fifty bucks. Hmm. And uh, just watched him go through the stuff that was in the box. And a lot of it was junk. Hmm. Like he owns a resale shop, so he can kind of do open box items, no problem. Mm -hmm. But then like if it's actually in the box, that's where he makes more More money, much more money. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do that. (laughs) He's like, you know, 150 bucks and you might make 500 bucks on the whole thing. Yeah, on the
1: whole thing, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of profit, but at the same time,
0: you roll the dice and you take your chances. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what gambling's for. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I mean YouTube just just it takes me down so many weird holes. Yeah. Yeah. Tube speaking holes of- is what I like to call them. Tube holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: so speaking of Amazon, I was watching Freaks and Geeks the other day. Cause of course, if I can't find anything that I want to watch, you just rewatch episodes. I just watch an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Um, and I started playing an episode, and that's when Netflix told me, Hey, you have until October first to watch Freaks and Geeks, then it's gonna be off Netflix. And so I was like, Uh, no. (laughs) And so I, uh, I went on Amazon and I looked up Blu-rays of Freaks and Geeks. And that's because, um, Netflix has the widescreen, like HD. Beauties. Yeah. And I only have the four by three DVDs and I found it on Netflix or I'm sorry I found it on Amazon and they were like we have 5 left and I was like done <laughs> you now have 4 left. Yeah, yeah. Um I just hope it gets shipped to me before I go on vacation. But uh yeah, I bought that and then I'm I'm really excited uh for the um Batman the Animated Series Blu-ray that they're coming out with. Dude, that looked where, awesome. Yeah, they they remastered it um and it is now you know, I mean cuz they they were doing like when they released the DVDs and stuff, it was uh, standard definition, you know? It was going to look good. Much better
0: it, than a VHS copy.
1: <coughs> <clears throat> right, but when I showed you oh, the God. the side-by-side... It's of, insane. Yeah, like they did like the, the right side in HD and the left side in standard definition, and it was insane. Yeah, so I can't wait fair. for all of those to be remastered, but they not only are providing you with all of these special features that came with the box set um, DVDs, but they're also doing new stuff. And you also get uh, both movies and uh, three Funko pop figurines, oh, figurines of yeah. Harley Quinn, Joker, and Batman. So awesome. I'm looking forward to that.
0: I love it. All you right. also get to stream all of them in HD worth it mm-hmm. you can get in contact with our show at matters pod on twitter and facebook or MatterSPod.com. you can go directly to our site to subscribe to the show rate and review us on whichever platform you prefer uh we're still working on spotify uh they uh, don't necessarily like just taking rss feeds so <laughs> it's a struggle but we're working through it and I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula. And we will see you on the next episode of Matters.
1: matters. The Stray.
0: These new mics pick it up really well. Yeah, I like this. name is Matt. is Matt. And that's all that matters.
1: it was a good try it was was a a solid
0: try